0: Welcome to the Farrow's Fit Podcast, where we help you to explore your capacity to move better, push further, and achieve your limitless potential through fitness, nutrition, recovery, and lifestyle. Hey guys, welcome back to the Pharos Fit Podcast. Uh, Just me on this podcast today because we are currently halfway through our challenge. We are three weeks in, we have three weeks to go, uh, and we're just about to enter the fourth week. And this is the point where... It's, it's kind of a sink or swim time. People can really fall off after the halfway mark or they can really accelerate and, and, and push onto the finishing line. So um, I asked everybody to send me some questions they had at this point. Um, hopefully in answering these questions, it will help you know spur people on to the to, to keep going and to stick with it and to, to, to make progress further than they've ever done before. Because um, there's always things we can pay more attention to, uh, new things to learn, uh, Things to kind of grow from, things we've probably already experienced by this point, things we're kind of learning about ourselves. You know, sometimes we set off with the best of intentions in things and we think everything's going to work out perfectly and like, I can do this, I can do this. And then as you go, you start to like trip up a little bit, um, you make mistakes, you kind of like, uh, didn't things didn't quite turn out the way that you thought they would um but you know it's okay this is this is all part of the process this is all part of part of how we learn and how we improve um so the first question uh, i have is how do i stop comparing myself to others um this is something that often comes up um and i think it's it's even worse obviously in today's age of instagram and facebook and everybody looking at pictures of everybody else and and so forth uh, and obviously, you'll see people around the gym and you'll think, well, why don't I look like that person when I look like this person? I'm doing everything that they're doing. Um, and it's hard because we're all different. Um, we're all different genetically. We all have different builds. We'll have different, like, skeletal shapes. Um, we all store fat in different places. It's all genetics. Um, but it's really something when you understand that everybody, literally everybody, has insecurities. I know people who you would look at and you, you think, my God, these people must be so happy with themselves because they look so good. I guarantee you those people have the same insecurities that you have. They look at themselves in the mirror and think, I look awful. I look terrible. Like we all, none of us wake up every day and think, oh, I look great. I look amazing. Like most of us have insecurities. Most of us don't feel great all of the time. Don't look at other people and think, you know, they're walking around on, on cloud nine all the time and they always seem to be super happy and they, they, they never have any problems. We all have problems. We all deal with, you know, our own, you know, preconceived ideas about ourselves. So I think it helps to realize that everybody, everybody has their insecurities. Uh, nobody is perfect. Everybody is. Everybody is struggling. Everybody is just trying to find their way. Everyone is trying to find their place, um, and everyone is trying to make it work. So, firstly, remember again, remember that we're all different. So when the problem with comparing yourself to anybody else is that you will never look like anybody else. Um, The classic is kind of like the people that come in and say, oh, I wanna look like Brad Pitt. And it's like, well, unless you have Brad Pitt's parents, uh, unless you have exactly the same genetic code as Brad Pitt, um, unless you're exactly the same skeletal structure, unless you have really narrow hips and broad shoulders and all that kind of stuff, it's it's just not gonna happen. So having these kind of preconceived um, notions that you should look like someone else is a mistake from the outset. It's a cliche to say, but we all should just be trying to to be the best version of ourselves. Um, You know, we all, we all can make improvements to the way that we, the way that we feel, the way that we are mentally, the way that we potentially look. Um, But that isn't relative to anybody else. It's only relative to ourselves. So it's important that we go into these things, you know. And I know some people will have like inspirations, and I'll have pictures of people that are like, I look at this because it inspires me, or I watch this movie because the the physiques inspire me, or you know, I like how this person lifts, or I like I like watching this person do gymnastics. Like getting inspiration is one thing, but you have to separate inspiration from comparison because they are two different things. Like I'm inspired by a lot of by a lot of people but I'm under no illusion that I'm ever going to look like or be like those people. And um, it's just, you know, it's just not going to happen. It's just an unrealistic expectation. So, you know, our expectations from the outset, um, as I said, is to be just the best version of ourselves that we can be. And it's not, um, you know, it's not, re- it's not relative to anybody else. Um, it's only relative to ourselves. So, you know, the way to stop comparing yourself to others is to stop thinking that, you're trying to be like someone else. You're not trying to be like someone else. You're trying to be like yourself. You're trying to be like the person that you wanna be. So always remind yourself of that. All I'm trying to do when I make up in the morning is to be the version of myself that I am most happiest with. Um, and it might be it might be something different than you think it is. Um, we've had a lot of challenges over the years that went into it thinking, I wanna be 7% body fat, and then realized, no, actually, I'm happier at this percentage of body fat. I feel better. I I'm happy with everything I can do. I feel like I'm performing well. I feel like I have a lot of energy and this is a good place for me. So sometimes what you think you're looking for isn't what you're actually going to find. Uh, and when you find the the real you that you're happy with, um, you know, it, it, it can be, it can be a revelation. It can be exciting. It can be very freeing. Um, so finding that, that place and that, that, that kind of comfort with yourself um, is all part of the journey. And again, it's something that comes internally and not externally. And um, it's something you feel. Um, there's nothing more important than a sure sense of self. I, I think a sure sense of self is, um, sorry, I don't want to keep my nose, my mustache is there. Um, a sure sense of self is one of the most powerful things in the world. I think when we feel are really really confident in ourselves and really proud of our ability and proud of the things that we've done and proud of the things that we've learned. That's a really powerful place to be in. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. you know what kind of my perfect day looks like. It's always going to be like I did something physical, ie, I worked out. I learned something new. When I learn something new, I feel empowered and I feel like I've grown. Um, I've shared I've shared, I've shared a good experience, I've shared good times, I've conversed, I've socialized, that feels good to me. Having that in my day feels good to me. Have I spent quality time with my family and my son? Like that's important to me. Did I eat good food? That's important to me. Did I get good nutrients in my body? That's important to me. So like, if I'm ticking off these things in my day, I find that that gives me a surer sense of myself. Like this is the person that I wanna be um and that is irrelevant of anybody else i'm not like looking to anybody else to be my my kind of like guide in that that's just my experience i did that i thought i felt good i like how it makes me feel i did that i didn't like how it made me feel so i stopped doing that so it's kind of that learning process that we just keep like adding into our toolbox that these things that we go through we experience we enjoy we hate all that kind of stuff Uh, We learn from that and then we create this, this personality. We create this person, um, that we want to be. Um, and that's, I think that's really the key to it. Finding the things that allow you as, as you as an individual to thrive and be happy. Um, like I said, it's not something you can get from anybody else. It's something you have to find out for yourselves. So, um, that would be my advice on, on how do I stop comparing myself to others? Um, I mentioned this, this is a question that came up. I mentioned it a little bit in a, in an Instagram post the other day, um, and the question is about region-specific fat loss. This comes up a lot, again, um, in challenges and just in the gym in general. Um, we all have areas uh, where our fat stores. Uh, it can be different in males and females, and it's different from person to person um i'll give you an example me as a male and i know men in general tend to store fat around their belly and around their their kind of midsection uh, love handles lower back that area that's very typical in men it can be very frustrating um it's it will always be the last bit of fat to go um and people will say, well, should I do like side bend? Should I do back extensions? Should I do more core work? Should I do like endless amounts of sit-ups? No amount of sit-ups and core work in the world is going to make fat go away if you're not in a calorie deficit for long enough, uh, if your nutrition is not on point. Um, uh, other, other people might may store, to give you more examples, other people may store fat more in their limbs, in their legs, in their butt. Um again, it, it's just dependent on so many different things, um, but it's not specifically relative to exercise. Now, of course, exercises will help develop the muscle tissue, which as we know, will help improve our metabolism, which will help improve our structure, which will help, you know, reveal, uh, I hate the word tone because tone just means tension. It means the muscles have tension, um, but it will reveal that tone in the muscle. Once the fat does go away so the 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 structure of the muscles will look good but it's not fat is not turning into muscle and you don't turn fat in my side into muscle in my side by doing side crunches the fat loss comes from a long-term nutritional strategy it comes from you know creating a good metabolic environment and then creating a um a calorie deficit from that good metabolic environment. Again, you cannot just starve yourself and expect to lose fat because your body will just cling onto it. Um, a lot of people will just say, well, I'm just gonna eat 800 calories a day and they'll start that. And then there is nowhere to go from that point. You just bottom out, you're, you're not gonna build any lean muscle tissue, your metabolism ramps down, you're lethargic, you're slow, you can't do anything, you store fat, you get frustrated, um, you create a terrible metabolic, metabolic environment for yourself that's hard to get out of, um, and it can be a real issue. So the truth is, if I want to lose, if, I, if I'm finding I'm, I, I have annoying deposits of fat in areas, and it's usually going to be the same areas every time, the only way to ultimately get to that fat is to stay in a, in a, in a, deficit for long enough. So if I start my quote unquote diet, or if I start paying attention to my nutrition and counting my macros and all that kind of stuff, um, I, I might find that like I, I get good general fat loss, um, throughout my body, but there's going to be a couple of areas. I'm like, well, fuck, why is this not going away? Fuck, why is this not happening? Um, it might be lower be- belly fat. Like I said, it might be around the sides, You just have to stay in the deficit for longer because ultimately it will go, but it will be the last thing to go. And it's not because you're doing anything wrong. It's not because your exercise selection is poor. It's not because you need to create even more of a deficit. It just takes time because those stubborn areas are the last bit to go. Again, it's dependent on our genetics. Um, But, you know, and, and it's very, very hard because God knows I get frustrated with it because I, I have this issue. Um, because, you know, I train every day, I eat generally well most of the time, and I still have these deposits that are really fucking annoying. Um, and it's because, and any like any professional bodybuilder or anybody who competes in any competition or any athlete will tell you, yes, this is always the case. It's always annoying. And there are people who eat, you know, there are people that eat perfectly uh, if they're like dieting for a stage show and you know they're also taking all kinds of things. Uh, that's another discussion. but they will still have those <clears throat> fatty deposits um, you know a few weeks out from competition'll be stressing about it. So unfortunately, it's a process. There's no easy way out. There's no simple quick fix for this. It's simply the fact that you have to be in a deficit for longer until those fatty deposits go away. Hopefully that makes sense and hopefully that's clear. Um, next question. What's the biggest factor when trying to stay healthy long term? This is a great question. I love this question. Um, obviously there's a lot we could, we could point to this. It's like exercise, it's diet, it's nutrition, it's this, it's that, it's cardio, it's weights, all this stuff. But honestly, I believe that the biggest factor in staying healthy long-term is environment. I believe it's finding the right environment for you to be in, to live the life that you want to live the old adage is you become who you hang around. If you hang around with people that drink and smoke and lay around all the time, you're gonna drink and smoke and lay around all the time. If you hang around with people that are active all the time and live healthy lifestyles, you're more inclined to live that kind of a lifestyle. Um, it's, it's something I, I think we can, if we, if we think back to points in our lives, it's like, well, when I was hanging around with those people, I was doing a lot of that. When I was hanging around with these people, I was doing a lot of that. We are we are influenced by the people we hang around. We are both inspired by and pulled back by uh, people that surround us. So, you know, one of the things I always say about the gym and about First Athletic Club is we've created an environment for people to thrive. Um, you are surrounded by people trying to live uh, a better life. They're trying to improve their, the quality of their lives through exercise, through fitness, through uh, social interaction. Through nutrition through supplementation um, they're doing all these things uh, because you know they want to be a, a, a better functioning human being um, and when you're around those people you know it rubs up on you it makes you want to live a, live a more 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 healthy life um, So pay attention to that pay attention to who you spend your time with and how those people behave and how that influences you as an individual because long term, um i think that's what makes the difference um it's it's very easy to be good for two weeks it's very easy to to to, to commit to like a short term plan uh, but long term we need constant i mean the 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 old adage is again i keep saying what adage um motivation is one thing but discipline is another being disciplined is what's gonna make the difference long-term. Motivation is short-lived. Like I can watch a movie, uh, I can watch the 300 and be motivated to go work out, but I can't do that every day. Like there has to be discipline. Like what gets me up every day at five to get in the gym is discipline, it's not motivation. I just, I've ingrained that in myself um, to have that discipline to be like, this has to happen now or it's not gonna happen, therefore it's happening now. Because if it doesn't happen now, it's not going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be a miserable twat. So I'm going to make it happen. So when that alarm goes off, God knows, sometimes I don't want to get up, but I have the discipline to make myself get up and make myself do it. And it's not a motivational thing. Like I said, it's a disciplinary thing. Like I make my, I built that habit and habits, um, habits can be built. We can change in that way. You know, the amount of people that, uh, I've had over the years, They've said, well, it's okay for you. You're a morning person. I'm not a morning person. I can't work out in the morning. And then we have a conversation and they're like, there is no other place in the time, in the day that you can work out. This is the only time. So if you're coming to me and telling me that you want to change and you want to change physically, and you want to, you want to commit to working out. And the only time that you could possibly do it is in the morning, then you have to become a morning person. You have to get up. You have to make that a habit. So you know, that's something that I've seen people do over the years. I've seen people change and then they've become the 6 a.m. person and they do it all the time, every day. Um, and that, you know, that wasn't because, oh, they instinctively through their life, they've just always been a morning person. and They wake up smelling the flowers. That's that's a myth that doesn't exist. Um, yes, I believe some people um, are more creative in the morning and some people are more creative in the evening, all that kind of stuff. Um, artistically, that's a different thing, but in terms of like discipline, um, and habits, this is something we are very trainable on. We can train ourselves to do this. Uh, we just have to make ourselves do it. And I'm telling you, sometimes it only takes a week. Like the, you'll read all kinds of stuff. It takes 30 days to build a habit. It takes 60 days to build a habit, all this stuff. I'm telling you, like, if you do it every day for a week by the second week, it's like, Oh, this is what I do now. Um, and it just becomes a thing. Um, I have a friend, Roxanne, she just bought a horse that's changed her life. She went from not owning a horse to owning a horse. When you own a horse, you have to wake up early in the morning to go and feed that horse. You have to be there in the evening to feed that horse. That becomes something you have to do. That becomes a discipline and you end up doing it every day. And then it becomes a habit. Um, not because, you know, it's something you've, you, you know, you, you, like I said, you woke up one day or you, you were born into that discipline. It's something you have to teach yourself we are powerful like that. The body adapts. We, our body will adapt to whatever we make it do. We just have to be willing to make it do it. And it will, it will understand and it will follow us. Um, we just have to make it. And once we make it, it becomes easy. Um, so again, it, uh, kind of going back to the comparison thing, Don't think, don't, think of, don't think other people have it easy. Don't think it's easy for other people to get up early. Don't think, oh, it's okay for you. You love working out. All these people that are working out at five, six in the morning every day, they made themselves do that. They didn't just wake up and have that ability. It, it took discipline. It took training. It took, you know, it took uh, patterning. It took uh, habit to, to, for it to, to become
1: part of their, themselves, part of what they do, part of their natural habitat.
0: So, you know, don't, I, I also think like, don't, don't see yourself as a, as a victim in that sense. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I can't do it because it's not fair because I don't feel good in the morning. That's just like, that's just, that's just putting, that's just making yourself the victim and feeling sorry for yourself. I guarantee you, uh, I always use an example. You don't want to get up at 5 a.m. to work out, which is a privilege. There's someone out there getting up at 3 a.m. to go and work in a garage or going, getting up at 3 a.m. to go and work at a Starbucks um, to earn minimum wage. So if they can do it to do that, you can do it to, to work out, which again is a privilege. So don't feel sorry for yourself. Um, but to go back to the, the initial question on environment, yeah, surround yourselves with the right people, guys. It's so important. Find a good community. Find a good place. Find good people. Um, start to frequent, like, healthy places. Like, get outside. Do, um, maybe make plans. Make active plans. Make active plans outside. Choose healthy restaurants. Choose um, choose places where you know you can get the, the kind of food that you want to eat. Um and just, just just make good choices. Make good choices with good people. That's what's going to make the difference long-term. Uh, next, I have a problem with spiraling uh, and failure. How do I fix? Uh, yeah, so there's a couple of things here. So some people will be the kind of people that, like, they're good. Uh, then they have one bad thing. And then that spirals them into disaster. They think, well, fuck it. I've made this mistake. Now I'm going to make 10 more mistakes. Because... Everything's lost. Everything's, everything's ruined. This ca- kind of mentality happens a lot. If you live a very, very, very restrictive life and you're kind of like overly, overly disciplined about absolutely everything. Um, so if you're, for example, if you're following macros and you're like very, very, like everything has to be exact and everything has to be perfect. Uh, and I'm living a perfect life and I'm a perfect person. And then one thing happens that derails and it's like, well, fuck it. I'm done. Um, it's all mindset. It's all what I've become very good at is drawing a line under the thing. So it's like, and I'll be honest, like there are evenings when I'll have a whiskey, many evenings I'll have a whiskey, but it'll be one whiskey. And I don't let that spiral into anything else because I just, I just taught myself that that's me. And same thing. If I'm, if I'm out socially and I have a beer, I'll have one, maybe two beers and that'll be it. I'll be done um i don't need to have any more than that like i've taught myself that that's good for me um any more than that and there's going to be it's just not going to be good there's going to be problems i'm going to feel like shit and i just i don't want to feel that way um it it just becomes a thing of being being disciplined enough to draw a line under things um if you have a cheat meal cheat meal great you had a cheat meal draw a line under it move on now we go back to the way that we're doing it before um it's, it's, um, it's a problem. It's a weakness. It's a, you know, it's, it's kind of like a crutch of like, you know, I, I tried, it's not my fault. I tried, this happened, it ruined it for me. And that was it. And it's like that, that mindset is just so defeatist. And so, um, again, it just goes back to training your your brain to be a different way and to see things in a different way. Don't, don't be that kind of person. Just be the kind of person like, this happened. Great. It, I obviously needed it. It was something that my body was craving. I did it. I had the ice cream. I had the pizza, whatever it was. Draw a line under it. Move on. Um, another, another way to think about it is um, maybe you were being too strict. Maybe, maybe you were trying to hang on so tight to perfection that it was always going to fail. Maybe you need to be a little bit more lenient with yourself. Uh, maybe you need to be not quite so strict with everything. Um, I think that could be another problem. Uh, people get very, very neurotic about certain things. And again, life life is not perfect. Life is never going to be this. Like everything is just falling into place for me and I'm doing everything so perfectly. There's always going to be curveballs. There's always going to be issues. There's always going to be things that come out of the woodwork that you never could have expected. And you have to be able to deal with that. You have to be able to roll those punches Uh, You have to just accept that life is like that. And, you know, you take those punches and move on. So, you know, don't let yourself be knocked down by, you know, the the unexpected or or the mistake or the trip. You know, it's going to happen. Just know it's going to happen. Go into challenges knowing you are going to fuck up. And and it's more about how you deal with that fuck up um, than the fuck up itself. Um, So, you know, expect it, learn how to deal with it and move on. Um, And when it comes to failure... Again, this can be this can be like having too too high of an expectation. I failed. I didn't I didn't do what I thought I was going to be able to do, or I didn't work out five times a day like I said it was going to. Um, you set the bar too high, expectations were, were too high, and now you feel like a failure. You know, th- this is just okay. I need to go back to the plan and think more realistically about what I what I can realistically do. I set you guys at the start of the challenge. You have, to, you have to realistically plan what you can fit in in your day relative to your lifestyle and your work and your family, et cetera. If you all have unlimited time to do whatever we wanted, it would be a different thing, but that's not a reality. We all have lives. We all have jobs. We all have these things we have to do. So working out, exercise, it has to fit into that lifestyle. Like I said, sometimes we have to change. We have to build good habits. Like I said before, sometimes you might have to get up earlier to work out, um, but it still has to be a reality within, within your day. Um, you can't just like throw everything out, everything else out the window and say, well, I'm just focusing on my fitness for the next fucking year. That doesn't work. You have to, you have to, you have to to go to work. You have to earn money. You have to support your family. You have to be a provider. Um, so, you know, you have to, you have to set your goals realistically and understand that failure sometimes is simply because you, you are asking too much of yourself. Um, and you need to set a more realistic kind of bar that said, um, Again, sometimes failure just needs to be a, something that we, we, we draw a line on Like, you know, if you had a bad weekend, you might say to yourself, man, I failed this weekend. It's like, well, that's okay. That's how we learn. You know, it's classic. We, we learn by failure. We learn by falling down. That's, that's, that's how we grow. So all of these things is just, is just a way that we learn. So don't feel like a failure is the end of everything. failure could be the start of something that's 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 the beauty of it um that's that's again how we grow how we how we realize things about ourselves it's like i maybe i failed because i did this one thing that fucking ruined everything so i'm not gonna do that one thing again because that's that's what leads to me failing so it could just be something as simple as that like i i learned through this failure that this one thing or maybe this one person is bad for me, so I'm not gonna do that again. I'm not gonna hang around with that person again. So again, it's all about learning. Uh, Next question, should I train more than once a day? I'm gonna give you the most frustrating answer in the world and that is, it depends. (laughs) Um, I've had times of my life uh, where I have tried twice a day with great results. I have had other times of my life where it's just not been possible. and wouldn't be effective because it would just lead to too much stress. Um, Just remember that all physical exercise is stress, and it depends how much stress you can afford to put on your body and how much recovery time you have. Um, You can only do as much work as you can recover from. So, you know, if you're getting five hours sleep a night, you know, training twice a day might not be the best thing for you. If you're the kind of person that's sleeping eight, nine, 10 hours a night solidly, uh, two hour, two training sessions might be possible. Uh, that said, you need to be very selective about what those sessions are. So, if you're doing one like weight training session and one kind of cardio session, that might be a good mix. That might be good balance. You have to pay attention to energy levels. You have to pay attention to the way that your body is responding. Um, again, we are all different. It's going to be a different uh, answer for everybody. Uh, we've had a lot of challenge that have worked out twice to a day with amazing results, like undeniable results. Um, And we've had other challenges that worked out twice a day and their body just kind of like held on to fat because it was just too much stress, too much cortisol. Um, So again, it's just something, if you feel you can do it and you feel that you have energy for it, um, it can certainly be done. There'll be certainly times in this challenge where I'll do two a days and it'll be in that format, like one cardio and one weight training session. I'll rarely do two hypertrophy sessions, although potentially I could if one session was cut short for one reason. I wanted to divide that session up, but um, again, it's going to be dependent on my energy levels. You know, did I get enough sleep? Did I get enough rest? Have I had enough good good nutrition? Am I hydrated enough? All all that kind of thing. So when it comes to doing multiple sessions in a day, you really have to pay attention to your own body and how you're feeling and and what you've been doing. Uh, Like I said, you can only work out as much as you can rest. Um, So pay attention to that and, and, and learn from it. Again, it's it's kind of a good way to experiment. Like this week I'm going to try doing one cardio session and one weight training session, see how I feel, uh, and test the results of it. You know, it's all about results at the end of the day. So we have to like, you know, do it, try it, see what the effect is. And then, and then go from there. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a learning thing. Um, I get tired of eating the same things and food prepping any recommendations. Uh, of course you do. There is, um, The the hard thing about food, uh, especially, um, you know, when it comes to trying to eat healthy food is we can get stuck in, in, you know, the same options all the time. So chicken, steak, fish, broccoli, you know, rice, whatever it is, Um, it can be boring. Uh, If you look at the, the, the fittest people on earth and the people that are in the best shape on this planet, they're basically eating the same things all the time and they've taught themselves the ability to do that. Um, I pretty much do that. Um, what I'll tend to do is I'll have kind of like the same-ish breakfast and the same lunch every day and then a very dinner. So that's a good way to do it. Like you you do need real food. There's a limited amount of real food um, in, in where you live. You know, it's not like we we live in an exotic climate and we can like get all this stuff from everywhere all the time. There's going to be limitations. Um you know, so when we when we are choosing to eat a healthy lifestyle, there are going to be like you know limited resources because you know protein sources aren't unlimited, and uh, healthy vegetables aren't unlimited, uh, healthy fruits aren't seasonally unlimited. So we're kind of like having to get what's around us and what's available to us, um, and you know that's a real thing. That's a real thing we all deal with. I would say. Certainly with myself, um, I, I, I use a food delivery service. I use, Ice Age meals, um, which, you know, they cook better food than I would potentially cook for myself. That said, I tend to order the same meals. I just have the elk meals all the time. Um, there's just two elk meals, basically that I rotate. Um, but that's just me. I'm, I'm fine being dull and boring. Um, and then, but like, like I said, in the evening I'll have like a a cooked meal, but I'll cook a meal for the family. Um, so that allows some variation there. But I would definitely say, you know, although your, your staple meals might be very similar, like the, the kind of snacks and mixing up like fruits, different flavored fruits, um, different kinds of vegetables, different flavored pro- protein shakes. I know that sounds weird, but it does help. Like, you know, mixing up the, the flavor palettes um, can be more interesting uh, to, your, to your taste buds long-term. Um, Different flavor like sparkling water, stuff like that can help. Um, but definitely uh, explore the idea, at least, of using a, a food prep company, especially if you are getting bored of food prep. I'm terrible at food prep, I hate it. That's why I use a, a meal delivery uh, company. And then, you know, if you can get, uh, if you do have access to, obviously, I get my meat from Richard's Grass Fed Beef, where you get really good cuts of meat. Um, companies like Force of Nature make really uh, interesting blends of, of ground uh, meat, but well, they mix in like venison and elk uh, and with, with beef and that kind of stuff and that can mix things up. Um, but I think, and you can experiment with different, um, using different herbs and spices on, on foods, that helps too, um, making good choices on that. Uh, that like seasoning stuff in a smart way, like not with like sugary sauces, but with like just just herbs and spices that can make things really interesting um and yeah it's, it's it's just one of those those things i guess where for myself I, th- I think the unfortunate reality is we have taught ourselves so many bad habits over the years because we, we have so much food available to us we've eaten so much shit and junk over the years that we've now got like add food desire so it's like i want to eat this i want to eat that and now i want this flavor and i want that flavor because it's all been so available to us but the reality is as human beings we used to just eat the same things all the time because that's, that's how we evolved. Like at certain times of year, only certain things would be available. Only certain animals would be available to us. Only certain fruits, only certain vegetables. We didn't have the luxury of all this, this, this man-made junk that we've created. So part of it is just like changing your brain to be like, oh yeah, this is actually the way that we're meant to eat as human beings. We're not meant to have all these different flavor profiles all the time. Um, That's just something we created for ourselves because we're all, you know, ADD fucking um, spoiled brats. Um, So yeah, change it, change your mind on that, change your brain, change the way that you think. And, um, you know, also, you know, if you're eating good, nutritious, like foods, like grass fed, grass fed beef and, and grass fed chicken and all that kind of stuff, like it tastes pretty fucking good. So you might wanna think about where you're getting your food sources from. If it is tasting like bland and boring and there's not a lot of flavor there, um, it might be where you're getting your food sources from. Same thing with vegetables, same thing with fruits. All these things should be very flavorful and very tasty. So looking at your food sources, you know, going as organic as you possibly can, uh, grass fed as you possibly can, grass finished as, as you possibly can. Um, it's gonna make a big difference to, to the taste of the food. If you buy like poor quality chicken and poor quality broccoli, it's going to taste like a bag shit. So um, yeah, look at your food sources and make sure that it's of good quality. You're getting the flavors that you're you're meant to be getting. And like I said, seasoning and adding those spices can help. Um, Do I really need to log everything? Um, Again, logging is something like food logging is something that I think we all have to do at some stage to get a gauge on where we're at. Uh, now, it may not be something you do forever. In fact, it probably won't be something you do forever. Um, it's something that some people do do forever because they just fucking love it. But for a lot of people, it's just something they need to do to get a gauge on. Um, and then once they, they've got that gauge, it's like, oh, I understand now. OK, my days pretty much look the same if I eat this, 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 this. I don't need to log anymore. I learned it. I know it. Like, I'm, now I know I'm in the right ballpark. Um, and then every now and then you want to do a reset, like, okay, I need to check out on this because things are getting out of hand or whatever. But in the first instance, yes, just log. I know it's, it could be a pain in the ass. It could be annoying. Um, if especially if you're not like, you know, that way inclined in terms of technology, but um, it's just useful. It's useful and it's important because it just lets you know, you know, where you're at, um, where your deficiencies are. Usually it's protein. Um, getting that protein up to the right levels, um, learning that, learning that discipline, and just educating yourself. Like I said, that, that this whole challenge is really about educating yourself and learning. And it's gonna logging is gonna give you that that ability to learn and to take that knowledge forward to to greater success. So, just you won't have to do it forever. Do it until you feel confident and comfortable in your in your choices and in your you know, what your day should look like and where your protein is coming from and how your carbohydrates and fat should be limited. Once you've got your handle on that and you know where it is, you can cut back and then, like I said, at some point you probably want to check back into it. But doing the first distance, first instance, you probably won't do it forever, that's fine. Um, but do it until you feel comfortable with your, with your choices and what your day should look like. I'm not seeing or feeling a change yet, what should I do? Um, this kind of goes back to the, the fat loss thing that I talked about earlier. Uh, We are all different. Sometimes it takes time. Like some challenges will get amazing results in week one. i will be like, holy fuck, like this is amazing. And other people are like, damn, like nothing happened for me. That is the unfortunate reality of humans. We are all different. We all respond differently. We are all genetically different. Um, Some people, it takes a lot longer to lose body fat. Unfortunately, we find usually like it takes women uh, longer to, to, to lose body fat than men um women tend to just just kind of hold on to it a little bit more um but yeah it's it's just you just have to stick with it Uh, because if you're doing everything right like if you're getting your workouts in if your nutrition is on point um and you're, you're doing your daily tasks then chances are you're doing everything right and it just takes more time than you're giving yourself so don't let you know don't let the lack of change you know make you quit because That is the classic, the most classic reason why people quit their gym memberships in the world. They join January 1st. By January 15th, they didn't see any change, so they quit by Feb 1st. That is the classic gym model. Um, And it's just, you know, it's just an unrealistic expectation. We have to understand that we're all different. Some bodies will change quicker than others. That's just the way it goes. They will change ultimately. There's no way the body will adapt to whatever you want it to adapt to. You just have to make it adapt. But some adaptations, some adaptations take longer than others. So allow yourself the time, allow your body the time to adjust and to change because ultimately it will happen if you stick to it for long enough. Okay, the, the last point I want to make um, isn't really a question. It's just something I wrote down. And it's planning is important, but action is everything. And this is a classic thing of like, well, I wrote everything down and I joined a gym and I had a personal trainer. And it's like, okay, you joined a gym but how often did you go? Well, I only managed to go once in the first week and twice in the second week. Okay, you didn't go to the gym. You had a gym membership, but you didn't go to the gym. So that's pointless. Well, I booked three personal, pers- three personal training sessions. I mean, I had to cancel two of them because things got in the way. But you know, I booked, it's like, Okay, so you did one training session a week. That's not going to cut it. And then it's like, well, I wrote down everything that I was going to eat. I mean, I didn't eat it, but I wrote it. It's like, you can plan with the best intention in the world of everything. But the only thing that matters at the end of the day is action. The only thing that matters is the things that you actually do. Not the things that you plan. Not the things that you said you were going to do. Not the things that you told your friends you were going to do. Not the things you lied about to your friends in the evening that you said you did. It's only the things that you actually do that matter. Action is everything. Yes, planning is important. Having a plan is important. Strategy is important. Like I said, everything, creating an environment, everything that I just said is important. But only the things that you actually do on a daily basis matter. Did you, you said you were going to go to bed at nine. Did you go to bed at nine? You said you were going to get up at five and work out. Did you actually do it? These are the things that make a difference. Um, a lot of time, you know, we think just by saying it and just by planning it that it actually happened. Um, and that just is not, you know, that's not how it works. That is not the reality. Also, the, the effort, the effort thing, that the, how much effort, did, because just doing the thing isn't enough. Did you do the thing to the best of your ability? Like the classic thing is like a cardio thing of like, you can say to someone, go, go at 80%, go at 90% you know, one person's 80% is very different from another person's 80%. Some people have never been to the, the bad place. They've never been to the place where their body's like, holy fuck, what's happening to me? So they just pull back and they just, you know, it's just like, a, I'm just going to do this. Yeah, I'm, I'm training hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to... You're not training hard. Like the classic thing for me is like, you, if, you, if you tell someone to go all out for one minute on a row or all out for one minute on a bike, if you finish that minute and you're not on the floor gasping, then you didn't go all out. You went, maybe went kind of hard, but you didn't go all out. It's all relative. It's all action. It's all, you know, it's all really putting your, putting your money where your mouth is. Um, If if you, you know, I hate this fucking um, beast mode thing. Like I I went beast mode. It's like, well, what do you mean by that? Did you really go beast mode? Did you did you really like give everything you had? Um, because I've known so many people that like they, they throw that term out there, like, oh yeah, beast mode, dude. Like, oh yeah, you trained so hard. It's like, I guarantee most of these guys are fucking half-hour, half asking. So it's like, did you really put the effort in that you said you were gonna? Um, because if you did, you're gonna know about it. <laughs> um In the end, hard work works. So if you're working, if you're working, if you're truly working hard, if you're truly working at the level that you said you would do, and you're really taking stock of that, then these are the things that make a difference. So don't just plan, actually do. Yes, journaling is important. Yes, all this stuff, planning, all this strategy stuff is super important, but action is everything. All right, guys, that's it for today. I hope some of that stuff was helpful. Um, Please don't hesitate to ask me any more questions if you have them. We are here for you. We want to support you through this challenge. We want to to provide you with everything we possibly can to make this a success. So keep coming at me. Um, Barrett Athletic Club, we are at 1316 Glenna Boulevard. We're also going to be in Idlewild shortly. Idlewild, California, in the mountains of California, we're opening a new gym. Um, I'm trying to get open by Thanksgiving, uh, definitely be open by January. 2023 so that's super exciting it's kind of like going to be remember the two gyms in Rocky 4 when you have like the rustic gym in the woods and then you have the super scientific gym well if you took those two gyms and put them into one gym that's going to be this gym it's going to be awesome Um, but that's it for today guys Uh, thanks so much for listening Uh, come see us soon come train with us best gym in LA love you guys speak to you soon